Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to be talking to you today about why it's the small things that count in relationships. As a marriage coach in Dubai, Abu Dhabi and online, I ask couples to share with me what their partner does that makes them feel loved, held, safe and happy. As I believe, unlike traditional marriage counselling that focuses on everything that is wrong, it is good to see what couples have going for them. And after many years working with couples in Dubai and online, I can tell you that it's always the small things that couples bring up that makes them feel special and loved. Small gestures really do matter as they touch our hearts. Think about it. When there is someone in your life who pays attention to all the small details about you, what you have going on and things you like, it not only makes life better, but you realise that this is someone worth keeping close because they care for you and they probably want to reciprocate any love or any attention that you are showing them. So it's important to also appreciate any attention given and to give attention because it shows kindness and care. When people pay attention or make small gestures, we feel special. I'm not talking about only on birthdays or massive milestones, but regular thoughtful acts can brighten our day and make us feel on top of the world. Most of the people in my sessions say that at the start of their relationship, they used to do thoughtful things for one another, but it slipped when they got comfortable or they got busy with work or raising children. So I'm going to highlight what you already know and give you some examples of the small things that you can do to make your partner feel special, loved and to reignite your romance. The first thing you can do is to leave them love notes. This is one of the old school ways that has the ability to make a really big impact on someone. It takes little effort, it's not costly and more so because it's the thought that counts. Imagine the moment the person discovers the note and realises what you've done. Leaving notes where your loved one will come across them is one sure way to bring a smile to their face as well as show them that you care and have been thinking about them. It could be in the car, in a suitcase, lunchbox or perhaps a book that they're reading or inside their laptop. The next one is take time to listen. Sometimes relationships are less about what you have to say and more about listening to the other person. Remember that when your partner is talking to you, that you don't have to fix their problems or tell them what to do. They probably don't expect you to solve their troubles, but more want support and a compassionate response. Listening to them and allowing them to vent their feelings is important, as it can help a person to let go of frustration. You can be their healer, you can be their coach, you can help them to de-stress from the day. And also remember that when he or she trusts you to share their intimate feelings and thoughts, they're being vulnerable, which just shows how much your husband or wife thinks of you. Vulnerability and transparency in marriage and relationships strengthen the closeness and they're also very good for 
intimacy because intimacy is heightened when couples feel able to be completely and utterly themselves, when they can be emotionally naked. But today we live in an era where everybody is addicted to their screens. More and more in my couple counselling, complaints about phones and iPads come up. True heartfelt listening means ignoring the phone and looking at each other in the eye when you speak. I'm not sure if that goes on in your household, but time and time again, I speak with couples where they say that as soon as their children are in bed, one watches TV, the other one gets out their iPad, or they're just constantly on and off their phones all night. So it's really important to listen and really show that we're listening, really being present. It can mean so much to someone. The next thing is doing something that they want to do. Sometimes in a relationship, there'll be things that one partner is more into than the other. Maybe it's a TV show or a certain type of music. It can even be things like shopping or where to go on a date night. It's moments like this that both partners in the relationship need to compromise and do something for the other person to make them happy. Maybe you're not keen on the new pizza place that your wife or husband has been dying to eat at. But taking them there and having a good attitude about it shows the person that you care in a really subtle way. Or maybe your partner has been wanting to go to a live show that you'd rather skip. Surprising them and getting the tickets and being positive on the outing can let them know how much they mean to you. The next thing is sending a good morning text or good night or just a random text throughout the day. Think about it. It's a really small gesture, but it's not just saying to that person, good morning, have a great day or sleep well or whatever it is. Instead, it's letting them know that you are thinking about them and it can be a really great way for the person to start or end their day. Knowing that you are on their mind first thing or at the end of the day. And if you see and speak to each other every morning and every evening and that wouldn't be appropriate for your relationship or wouldn't feel authentic to you, then what about during the middle of the day? Asking them how they're doing, what they've had for lunch, just saying that you think of them. It can be a really nice way to just keep in touch with the other and show affection. And the chances are that you probably did this a lot at the beginning of your relationships and now it's just started to slip. The next thing is walk the talk. You may think this sounds super boring, but trust me, it's a real winner. When you say something and you follow through with it, it means a lot to people. Talk is cheap, we all know that. That's why when you say that you're going to do something and you actually follow through with it, or don't forget, or don't need to be reminded, it shows the person that you care about them, that they're important enough to you, no matter how busy your day gets, that you will do what you say you will. Another aspect of this is being reliable for your partner. When you don't need to be reminded of something you promised to do, it shows the person that you are committed and trustworthy. We live in a fast-paced, busy lifestyle these days, so when it comes to relationships, we definitely want someone that we can depend on, that's reliable, and that cares enough to follow through on what we've agreed. It can come up quite a lot in the work that I do with couples where one or both in the couple get frustrated about their partner not doing what they want to do. And this can lead to resentment if it happens on a consistent basis over time. It can create crisis in the relationship, in the marriage. So doing what you say you're going to do is really important. And 
I believe that with this, if you can't do things, saying that before you disappoint each other. The next one is patience, patience, patience. Couples can fight because they forget that they need to practice patience. In the couple counselling sessions that I run, we discuss a list of actions to help a couple move forward rather than only going over the past. And when we move forward with this, there's many changes that each of the couple decide that they're going to make in order to become closer, to rebuild trust and happiness. And if your partner is changing habits, they may not be able to adjust as quickly as you'd like to the new rules and plans set out. So showing patience and being kind if they're making an effort will go a long way. It will also help them to do the same when it comes to you. If you are patient with them, the chances are they're going to be patient with you. And patience is a small way that you can share and show how much you love and care for each other. The next one is always be honest. Honesty is one of those things that without it, the relationship falls apart. Having helped hundreds of men and women and couples through affairs, I can say that honesty and openness is a must to rebuild trust. Share things voluntarily without having to be asked. Tell each other where you've been, what you feel, what you think. Involvement leads to commitment. The next one is help them feel safe. This is not to do with feeling physically safe, although that is essential. But emotional safety is of great importance in relationship. And you can show emotional safety by letting someone be themselves. And by accepting them and all their feelings. And by not judging them. You can also show emotional safety by being vulnerable yourself. And being open with your emotions. Emotional safety in a relationship is also created by not bringing up the past and using things shared in arguments against each other. Often this can really destroy a couple's safety and happiness, where one person shares something when they were going through a difficult time, maybe an argument with a boss, or an argument with a family member, and then the partner has brought up what their family member or their boss had said, and used it against them, and said, yes, this person thinks this about you, and used it as an argument. The next one is being willing to make a compromise. There are going to be times when you won't necessarily meet eye to eye on things. And this doesn't mean that you're not compatible. It means that you are human. In fact, John Gottman, one of the famous marriage experts, in his research found that 70% of marital arguments are non-resolvable. That means in 70% of all your disagreements, you will need to just agree to disagree. However, there are some where you can make a compromise. This can mean doing it their way one way and then another time your way. Or finding a whole new way. Often when I work with couples where they can't seem to compromise, they can't seem to reach an agreement, we need to look for a whole new, completely different solution, completely different option that they both feel happy with. And we just keep talking about it until we reach an agreement. The next one is validate. Always be willing to see things from the other person's perspective. There will be times where you do not agree, but it doesn't mean that there needs to be a war between the two of you, obviously. If each of you can find it in yourselves to validate each other by saying, what you're saying makes sense, or I see your point of view, then things can be resolved far quicker. Because if you don't have that validation, 
if you don't say to each other, okay, I can see it from your point of view, or you've got a valid point, then you're just going to keep arguing and arguing and arguing and keep trying to push that your way is right. And this is where couples get exhausted and they feel tired and drained and fed up. So just saying to each other, yeah, I can see your point of view, I can see where you're coming from, it lets them know that you don't think that they're crazy. They can then drop their defences and then you can move forward together. The next one is pay attention. A lot of times in relationship and in life too, we tend to forget how important it is to be thoughtful. Our days start early, are filled with lots of things to get done and we tend to slide through the days and nights and weeks and even years. Time goes so quickly and our days may film like they are routines and that there's perhaps a lack of substance. And sometimes when we are paid attention to, we can just stop, pause and really live and enjoy that moment. It could be calling someone instead of texting them. How often do we text someone instead of calling them because it takes less effort to do so? How often in our days do we send an email rather than picking up the phone? And we're still thinking that we show care. And whilst we may be showing care, it's great to go that extra mile. And relationships need nurturing. You wouldn't ever have a relationship with your family if it was all done on emails and text messages. It requires contact, attention and calling. Paying attention is also noticing what isn't being said. Picking up on someone's needs, someone's mood and someone's vibe and helping and supporting them. There is no point to wait always for that person to tell you what they need. One, they may not express themselves and tell you what they need. And two, paying attention is where you just know what they need because you know them and you can pick up on ways to support them. This really makes someone stay. It really makes someone feel loved when you just take action. So in summary, keeping a relationship happy and close comes from building on these little things every single day. And the bottom line is that when someone truly cares for you, no matter how the relationship is, they will want to make you feel loved and special. Leaving small notes, making each other smile in small moments together, or being able to make the other person's heart beat a little faster will contribute to a stronger, more loving relationship. So what small things are you going to do today? What are you going to do to make your partner feel cared for and happy? And it's important also to get the balance between doing these things and not being too needy. Especially if your partner right now has said to you that they're not sure they want to be in the relationship or if you yourself are struggling with that question. If you're unsure whether you want to save your relationship or not, get in touch with me. Because it is really important to make sure that you are still being attractive in your relationship and not being too full on for your partner. You can book a free call with me by going to my website www.nicolabeer.com and there you will also get access to my 7 Secrets to Changing Your Marriage ebook. The 7 Secrets has some great tips to help you transform your relationship and you also get email support from me that will help you enhance your relationship week by week, building on each lesson 
so that you can truly have the happiness and closeness that you deserve. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome day ahead, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com, where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show, and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead.